Our message today is faith. And as we were talking in Sabbath class, a lot of things depend on faith. I'm going to ask you to turn to Acts 17, verses 10 and 11. Acts 17, verses 10 to 11. I'm using a new Bible, so it's going to be hard for me <laughs> to find pages. Sometimes I have to paper clip everything because it's not all colored up like the other ones. <laughs> I had so much color on some of the other ones. <laughs> I couldn't read the words. <laughs> so I, was like, I, like, I bought this thing in 2017. And I'm like, okay, fine, let's use it. So this is a, from the King James Version. Okay, so you know words might be a little different, but I think we'll all get to the same conclusion. Uh, Acts 17, verses 10 11. We have like a, uh, some new faces here. Um, we also have people listening by media. We don't know how, but the reason I'm starting with Acts 17, verses 10 to 11, to make sure we're all on the same page, okay? And the brethren immediately sent, Paul, sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind, and search the scriptures, how often? Daily, okay? Whether those things were so. And that's what I want us to understand is that when God gives me an assignment, I want us to know what he has to say. Nobody came here to hear what I really have to say, okay? I'm just hopefully God's mouthpiece today to share with us what we, our subject, which is going to be on faith, okay? Before we um, get started, let me give a, uh, have a word of prayer. Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity to be your mouthpiece today. I ask you please help me to die to myself so you can live through your word as we proceed. I ask your blessing of the Holy Spirit upon everything that comes out of this mouth that it invigorates us, encourages us, and causes us to come closer to you and share your love with others that you bring us in contact with throughout the week. That again, it brings you glory and honor and not shame and disappointment. And we thank you and ask these things in the holy and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, our first uh, our opening scripture will be Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, I handed out a sheet with all the scriptures on there. There's one scripture that's out of place, and it's Hebrews 6, verse 1. That's actually going to be the last scripture, okay? So if we turn to Hebrews 11.1. 1, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I wanted to start there because the word, I'm going to spell it for you, the word um, in Greek is, I'm going to spell it, okay, P-I hyphen dash S-T-I-S. The reason I spelled it, because if you say it too fast, it could, something else could come out, okay? <laughs> Practice that at home. <laughs> So I said, yeah, let me, the Holy Spirit led me to say, uh, let me spell it out. But again, we're looking at the confidence or trust in a person or thing, okay? I notice everybody here today has faith in something. You have faith in these benches, these chairs. I didn't see anybody coming with a, a, a weight truck, okay, to put pressure on there about the, how much pounds we owe and make sure that we, we how, much, how many pounds we weigh. And to place it on the bench and say, okay, let me see if that's going to hold. I didn't see anybody coming with tools, 
um, to make sure everything's screwed in, bolted in, you know, before they sat down. You sat down. So you have faith. We all have faith in something, okay? The main thing for us as Christians, we want to make sure our faith is in Jesus. Amen. Okay? One of the foundation doctrines of the church, of course, is Hebrews 11.1. 1. And our faith, I have six points to make, and um, faith is necessary for salvation. Amen. We all know that. If we didn't have that faith, we wouldn't be here now. We are justified by faith. Let's look at Galatians 2.16. Galatians 2, verse 16. And it says, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith of Jesus Christ. Even, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ. Okay, because remember, we have to remember he had faith in Father God that he was going to bring him through this whole situation. And, and th if, you th if we think about it, he'd never, Jesus had never been through this. That was some great faith, to be separated Okay, and then rejoined. Think about it. How many times have God, has God asked us to do things in our lives, okay, and do we have the faith to step out? And that's the thing we need to make sure we're getting out of this, okay? We have enough faith to do whatever God tells us to do. Amen. Because it's not our power, it's the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. And not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. What can we do anyway to justify the sacrifice Jesus made on our behalf? Right? Amen. Okay. Um, let's look at Romans 4. Let's turn to Romans 4, verse 20. Romans, verse four. Romans 4, verse 20. I'm going to read through verse 5, 1. It says, he staggered, talk about Abraham, right? He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, what God had promised, God was able also to perform. And therefore it was imp imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed. If we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was de delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Verse, uh, chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? So, again, we, we have to remember, we hear what? Because of Jesus. Okay? Because of the plan of God, the purpose of God, and that's where our faith should always lead us. Okay? To be what God wants us to be. Let's turn to Rome, uh, while we're right there, five two, Romans 5, 2. Okay? We have to remember that Grace comes through faith. All the grace and mercy God gives us is because of faith in Jesus. And, and chapter 5, verse 2 says, By whom also we, were at, we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. That's a, that's a lot. You know, really thankful. When um, Brother Gary was up here speaking, I thought, you know, how blessed I am right now. Because when I was a lay pastor in, in uh, Port Lavaca, Texas, I had four different languages that I was speaking to, and I only spoke one language. <laughs> so I was definitely dependent on, you know, God to work so everybody could hear and to bless me with enough translators so, you know, they could translate what, what was being said. 
And, and the thing about translating is that a lot of times you have to go either shorter or longer. You know, you, you might read one scripture in English, then in somebody, well, let's say three scriptures in English, some places they only understand one verse. Then you might have to lead, read ten verses to another group, you know. So, you know, we really depend on God a lot more than we think, okay? Amen. And, and I, I'm sure, like, I'm sure Pastor, uh, would, Pastor Gary would agree that a lot of times we plan something and God changes it, <laughs> okay? Because this was not supposed to be my lesson today, okay? <laughs> but he changed it, and, and that's fine. You know, I mean, I have to go with what I have to ask God. That's why we need to remember and have faith enough that he will lead us in the way he wants us to go and what he wants us to do. Um, let's go to Galatians 3, verse 14, yeah, verses 14 and 22. But when, he, when I saw that they walked not uprightly, wait a minute, hold it, wrong place. One more page, okay. <laughs> like I said, it's a new Bible. So. <laughs> okay, verse 14, it says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And again, you know, we have to remember that all scripture from the beginning all the way to the end is for our knowledge. You know, a lot of times when we read, when we first start as babes in Christ, you know, we think of, okay, the Old Testament. Those people didn't get it. The New Testament, most of the people really didn't get it until after Jesus died, okay, and still some didn't. But yet we have the Old and New Testament with all the examples, and so why did we miss it? Okay, and again, we have to remember because the lack of faith, you know, I mean, everybody has a measure of faith, but we have to understand that we have more responsibility because we have the Old and New Testaments. Okay, so we should be asking God for stronger faith. Verse 22, but the scripture hath concluded all under sin that the promise of faith, promised by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. So we have a responsibility to believe, which is what? Faith. Okay, it's not of ourselves. Okay, the Holy Spirit does it through us and for us. Let's look at Galatians three verse twenty-six. Galatians three verse twenty-six. It says, um, "We are sons of God again. How through faith? Okay, for ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus." So again, this faith thing. You know, we have to have faith for everything. We can't afford to let go of that faith. We need to draw closer to God every day so this faith gets stronger. Because if we don't, guess what? It gets weaker. There's no gray area. There's no neutral area. You're either going further in, deeper into it, or sliding down from it. Okay? And that's why And we need this faith. Let's face it. As we think about our country and the world situation, we've got to have faith. And we need to make sure we live that faith so others can see what we have and want what we have because of the way we live. Uh, 2 Timothy 3.15. 2 Timothy 3.15. We learn here that salvation comes through faith. Okay, we've all been saved. I think everybody here is or on your way, okay, to being baptized. But, I mean, we all believe that God is, that Jesus is our Savior and our leader, and wants the best for us. Verse 15 says, And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee 
wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And again, most of us from childhood have learned these things. Okay, the thing is, are we living it and, and diving deeper into what has brought, this, brought us this far? Okay, that's we need faith for that. Okay, we're not going to do it on our own. And I'm sure most of us have tried, okay, and it didn't work out. <laughs> Let's look at Hebrews 11.6. Hebrews 11.6. Without faith, we know it is impossible to please God, right? But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So what does diligently mean? Once in a while, once a week, you know, uh, once a month. Exactly, all the time. And that's what we need to remember. All the time we have, all the time we have is because God gave it to us. How much of it are we spending with him versus other things? That doesn't mean we're not going to meet our responsibilities or, you know, have some fun. The thing is, are we remembering that we belong to him and so that the things we're doing would represent what he would want, that would bring him glory and honor and not shame and disappointment? Where do we go? Where, where does he find our feet? Okay. What are we doing? What are we saying out of our mouths? Because if we have faith, then we're asking God to help us to clean up our act, so to speak. Okay. <laughs> we know we can't do it of ourselves, but we know the Holy Spirit is, can do everything. Because he is the power of God. Our second point is faith in what? Okay. And Matthew 8, verses 8 to 10. Matthew 8, verses 8 to 10. Matthew 8, verses 8 to 10. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another cometh, and he cometh, and to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. And Jesus responded, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Can we say the same thing if we ask the same question? Do we really trust God to deliver us according to his will? You know, so often when we pray, um, we pray for our will to be done. And Jesus, you need to bless that. <laughs> okay. But we have to remember it may not be God's will according to the way we understand it. But we have enough faith in whatever he does, his answer is best for all concern. As I mean, let's face it. If we lose a friend or family member, it definitely hurts because it's a relationship we had that's no longer there in the physical realm. But especially if our friends, which hopefully they are because they are our friends, have the same faith in Jesus that we have, okay, because we passed off something in our li lives as Christians that they have picked up and wanted in their lives. And again, we never know because at the split second of their last breath, they might accept Christ at that time. Okay? But we need to make sure we have enough faith to share Jesus with everybody he brings us in contact with. 
because it's not our authority, it's Jesus' authority. Okay? Let's look at Acts 3, Acts 3, 14. Acts 3, 14 to 16. It says, but, we, but ye denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you and killed the Prince of Life whom God hath raised from the dead. Wherefore we are witnesses and his name through faith in his name hath made this man strong. Talking about the, the guy that was uh, lame from his mother's womb. Okay. Again, faith did it, right? hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yes, the faith which is by him that hath given him, talk about Father God giving Lord Jesus God, okay, this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So again, you know, we know that they saw many miracles, not just in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament. And if we're careful and have enough faith in God, we'll realize how many miracles he performed for us. Okay, and I'm sure a lot of us can remember situations, even accidents. It's like I should, people say I shouldn't have made it. Okay, but our faith in Christ is what really saved us, because we could call upon God. I know a lot of people have had operations lately. I know I did, <laughs> and I called out for Jesus. But if I didn't have faith in Him, who would I call out to? Because there's nobody else but Jesus that we can depend on. And that's the thing we need to remember. You know, I'm sure we've all had friends and neighbors and coworkers or whatever that failed us, so to speak, or didn't meet our, what we anticipated they should have do, done, you know. And the thing is, we can always depend on God, no doubt about it, if we have that faith. Let's see, where am I? X314. And let's go to X2424. Again, we're talking about faith. I, I like this one. It says, and well, I like all of them, but <laughs> and after certain days, when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, which was a Jewish, because you gotta remember Felix was a, a, a Greek freed slave. Okay? So he was married to a Jewish, so we know, we know he had some idea about the Jewish faith. Okay, no, no, no doubt about it. He, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. Now, here he's asking for a one-on-one. -on -one. You know, it's like, let's say our spouses, right, or our friends, okay? We may have shared our faith with somebody, but when you have the, the head honcho, so to speak, okay, I mean, right there, and you can ask him straight up. But that's why he had this word written for us, so we can read about it, and we can have the same faith, okay? Because that's a lot of faith. You know, you're, you're not even, let's say, like I was raised a Catholic, okay? But then I went, God sent me to other congregations, different, uh, how can I say it, different, different learning schools, of religion, okay, and, and the thing is you come up and, and all of it helps, you know, because it helps strengthen your faith in the one who created you, who saved you, who brought you through all these different difficulties in life. And I mean, that's, that's faith. And the thing is, we, we didn't earn it, 
we didn't do anything to really receive it. The Holy Spirit blessed us with it day in and day out. So what, what faith in what? In God and his power, okay? We know we have faith in Jesus' authority. We have faith in Christ. And we, have, we need faith in God and his power. 1 Corinthians 2.5. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 5. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. You know, think about how things are today. Who do most people have faith in? Their job? Their neighborhood? The authority God's placed over us, we can't have faith in any of that because we, most of us, I'm sure, have seen injustice in so many different ways. You know, you have two people that commit murder. One gets two years. The other gets life. <laughs> What's wrong with that picture? <laughs> okay. So we, when we, if we call to court, we don't know what we're going to get because there's no, how can you say it, faith in the judicial system that we live under. Now, I'm not, I'm not knocking it as far as we don't need it because we definitely need it. We need something. But we, we as Christians need to make sure our faith is in God and whatever God wills, just like with Paul, he had him in jail. So if he, if he causes us to be in a situation that's very uncomfortable, okay, he has us there for a purpose. So we're going to have enough faith, whatever the situation, to make sure we're supposed to represent God. Okay? And that's definitely through God's power. Okay? Because it won't be through our own. The third point is the source of faith. Romans 10, verse 17. Romans 10, verse 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And what does Pastor Ron have us to do? Bless all the readers and hearers of his word. I'm going to add one more thing. The readers here is endures of his word. Because we can have all the information in the world if we're not doing anything with it. Why have it? Okay? By hearing the word of God. Our fourth point is faith alone is not enough. Okay? Faith alone is not enough. Bear with me just a minute. Also, faith must be with love. This is the biggest part of this message. Okay? Faith must be with love. Corinthians 13, 2. Wait a minute. Where am I? 1 Corinthians 13, 2. Sorry about that. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have not charity or love, I am nothing. What does it mean? You know, I can tell any, anybody anything. I can share with anybody anything from the scriptures. But what does it mean if I'm not living it? If I'm saying one thing to you and then all of a sudden I'm, what? Acting like, well, let's say just act a fool, <laughs> okay? Why should you want what I have? Because I hear you talking, but... What you're saying, 
catches my eye more than what you said, what you do. Okay? The way we act, the way we respond. And of course, the question after this is, how do we, how does faith prove itself? Okay? And again, we come down to our sixth point, we should live by faith. And that's the key. We should live by faith. And people should know we're not living in our own faith. We're living because of the faith of God, the faith of Jesus in God's plan and purpose for our lives. Romans 1, verse 17 Romans 1, verse 17. Again, we're looking at the just shall live by faith. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Again, we want to make sure whatever we're hearing today matches up with the word of God. Okay? And that's why we're taking all these scriptures, because we need to make sure if somebody calls us, we can go back to the same scriptures. Okay? And as we study this out in our own time, it should helpfully make more sense to us. So it's so ingrained into our hearts and our minds and souls that it's easy to ask God to help us to live the life he's blessed us with. And we want to do that because of what? We are commanded to have faith. When we look at Ephesians 6, verse 16, Ephesians 6, verse 16. says, above all, taking the shield of faith. Okay? Got the shield right in front of us. <laughs> okay? Wherein ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Think about that. No matter what comes against us, if we have that shield, which is what? In our minds, our hearts, our souls, and hopefully our bodies. Because the bodies can, can only relate to another body what the heart and soul are thinking and the mind is thinking. If our mind's in the right place, we'll live it. I mean, this is what it says. We are commanded to have faith. And how do we do that? Living that faith. Hebrews 6, verse 1. Hebrews 6, verse 1. It says, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Now, we've already been saved. We know uh, the way we should live, okay? So going forward, we need to believe the principles of doctrine of Christ. Let us go on unto perfection or sanctification or maturity, okay? Not laying, again, the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God because we should, that's already should be established in us, Okay? And one, one of the ways or several of the ways we can do that is by making mature choices, okay? And I've got a, a few things, teaching others rather than just being taught. We come here, we learn the lesson, but what do we do? When we, God sends us out the doors, the next week should, we should be living a life in faith, living according to God's word. So that's going to want what we want because we have joy on our hearts. Now, they shouldn't see us all down in the mouth. Okay, because if we have faith, we know it's still part of what God's doing with us. Okay, teaching us, learning us, all kinds of different things, developing depth of understanding rather than struggling with the basics. Why do we keep going back to the basics? 
You know, it's, it's, I mean, think of it. There's so many things that we have conversation with people and say, well, how long have you been a Christian? <laughs> you know, and you still having a problem with that? Okay, but we're all there. We all have a, a struggle with something that we should be already over. That's why God's still working with us, okay? Developing, oh, okay, de- developing death of understanding. Self-evaluation rather than self-criticism. Think about that. Now, that takes some faith. Because, you know, our tendency as humans is to find guilt with ourselves. Well, why did I do that? Well, that was stupid, you know? Well, why didn't I do this? Okay, but we need to make sure we're looking at it from God's perspective. Yes, there was a, a, an issue, but this is what I want you to do. I want you to have enough faith in me to realize I can clean it up when it's according to my purpose, God, okay, his purpose. Seeking unity rather than promoting disunity. Desiring spiritual challenges rather than desiring entertainment. What does our human race do? That's too hard. I don't even want to deal with it. Let me just go over here and, you know, deal with my computer or my phone, whatever, you know, games or whatever. And we need to, when we find ourselves in a situation, we need to make sure we have enough faith to go pick up the Bible. God won't be mad. I promise you. <laughs> if I, that's the only thing I could ever promise, that God will never be, be mad because we seek him. Okay? But that's what we need to remember. What do we, are we... Overlooking the opportunity that God's giving us to mature, okay? Or we just saying we want to forget about it and just go enjoy ourselves and find some entertainment that makes us feel good, okay? Careful study and observation rather than opinions and half-hearted efforts. Think about that. You know, we think about how many times we get, we're dragged in or jump into a debate with somebody. You know, God didn't give me... I'm saying me. I'm hopefully, hopefully all of us agree with this. A spirit of debate. He gave me his word that I'm supposed to live by. I can share it with anybody. But it, because they hit me in the face with a hammer afterwards, guess what? God knew what was going to happen. <laughs> okay. The thing is, is, are we willing to step out or are we, gonna, are we looking at, well, what could the consequences be to me stepping out in faith? doesn't matter. We have enough faith in, to know that God will take care of us as long as we're doing his purpose, okay? Active faith rather than cautious apathy and doubt. How how many times do we fall into that? Well, I'm just not going to be bothered with that, you know, that so-and-so because they just got their mind made up, (laughs) you know. They're just going to be that way, okay? Confidence rather than fear. Love casts out all fear, right? That's what Scripture tells us. So we should have confidence, not not being proud, unnecessarily proud, but confident that what God calls us to do, he will accomplish. Amen. And it's not us. We need to be at least humble enough to let God do what he wants to do because we know it's for our best as well. Feelings and experiences evaluated in the light of God's word rather than experiences evaluated according to feelings. I'm going to read that one more time. Feelings and experiences evaluated in the light of God's word rather than experiences evaluated according to feelings, okay? Our human feelings. Because when we feel the faith of God, the word of God, that should encourage us to move forward. Amen? 